0: Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Turn to a couple people around you, tell them it's good to be in church with you this morning. Remain standing with me for just just a moment. It is an honor to to preach to you this morning. Give honor to our pastor, his wonderful family. And uh, pastor today is preaching for a neighboring church in Heath, Ohio. Their their pastor just had surgery and uh, he's there uh, preaching for them this morning. Pastor will be preaching here tonight at 6 p.m. And so you don't want to miss tonight's service. Pastor will be preaching to us. It's going to be It's going to be a powerful, powerful night. God's doing something here at the anchor, isn't he? He's doing something at the anchor. I wouldn't, I wouldn't miss church for anything, for anything, for anything. Amen. Um, We, um, we need to pray. We need to pray for Elder Sharp. And uh, I don't know the details of of, of everything that's going on at this moment. Pastor Nehemiah, I'm going to ask you to come. And uh, we have many times prayed for, for Brother Sharp, and uh, we've seen God do some amazing things. And um, I'm thankful for the body of Christ that when I'm sick and when I'm weary and I need something done, that I have a group of people that will call on the name of Jesus on my behalf. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. We're here for one another. We're here for the Lord. Let's pray for Brother Sharp. Lift your heart with your hands. God, in Jesus' name, we believe in the power of prayer. We ask, God, for your touch upon the man of God, upon Elder Sharp, right now in Jesus' name. God, that you would give peace to the family in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, God, we ask that your will would be done, oh, God, in Jesus' name, that the strength of the Lord would fill the heart of the family. God, we ask your blessing upon him right now God in Jesus name everyone said in Jesus name now clap your hands if you believe it unto the Lord in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name Philippians chapter 1 I'm going to read one verse to start off with and we'll read some more later Philippians 1 and 6 Philippians 1 and 6 It's a short one, so so don't, don't turn too fast. You'll miss it. Philippians 1 and 6. If you're there, say I'm there. If you're looking at the screen, say I'm cheating. Being confident of this very thing. That he which hath begun a work in you will perform it until the day of Christ. Cody's translation is this. He that has begun a good work in you is going to finish it. He's going to finish it. He's going to turn to your neighbor and say, he started it and he intends to finish it. He intends to finish it. I, um... I've heard it from God, and I'm gonna to preach to you on this subject this morning. House flip. House flip. Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the body of Christ that is here. These amazing people, God, that are here. God, not to just fulfill an obligation, but they have come to they've come to be in your presence, they've come to be changed, encouraged, challenged, convicted your word would accomplish exactly what you want it to today. I surrender my will for this service, Lord. Let your will be accomplished. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. God bless you. You can, you can be seated. House flip. Have you ever been through a remodel, a house remodel? Heard some groans in the building. If you've been through a house remodel, would you lift your hand? (laughs) Somebody was calling on the Lord right there. (laughs) You can put your hands down. If you're in a house remodel right now, would you lift your hand? Raise your hand. Oh, we're going to pray for the Nelsons today. Oh, Lord, help us. And uh, yeah, we're just going to pray for you all right now. And uh, it's uh, a house remodel can be. Difficult. I tell you what. It, what makes it more difficult is when a sheet of plywood is fifty-eight dollars. Um, amen. <laughs> uh, used to be uh, under twenty. I don't know how much it was, but under twenty, and now it's fifty-eight dollars for a sheet of plywood. Um, that's my that's my uh, homeowner comment of the day. Um, but um, house. I, I remember moving into. Moving into our house over here on on Merrick Avenue, you can you can throw a rock if you got a good arm and uh, and hit our house from here. And uh, we live we live in we live in uh, a mansion. We live in uh, it's it's I don't want to brag or anything, but it's really big and a uh, lot of restrooms, a lot of beds, and um, you know we have rooms that we don't even use. You know we furnish it and all of the things that you know you just look at them you know you got those rooms in your house that you don't even use you just look at i don't i don't i don't and i I, uh my house isn't big so we don't live in a mansion and, um, we, we, we live in a, a little, little less than a mansion. <laughs> for those of you who have been to our home, you're, you're finding humor in, in what I'm saying right now. It's, it's, uh, it's a small house and, um, and, uh, love grows best in small houses. By the way, we have clung to that song for dear life. Love is growing in my home. Love. <laughs> and, uh, so that's where we are. And, uh, I remember when we first moved into. <laughs> sorry, I remember when we first moved into our home, and and uh, it was just weird. And um, there was a uh, a bookshelf in the uh, s- floor to ceiling, a bookshelf right in the middle of the of the kitchen dining room area just a massive bookshelf that was just awkward and and we had to pull it out and and just we gutted our whole kitchen dining room area dad you probably remember this and and i remember getting in there and and we tore the cabinets out and tore the tore the walls out and and uh, it's amazing the stuff you find when you start to peel back the walls and uh, can I get an amen from from anybody that's, that's found some stuff? We we get, man, we peeled the walls back, and you got electrical wires. We had electrical wires in the back that it, it, behind those walls that were that were that had tape around them, electrical tape around them, and just little wires sticking out. I mean, it was like, how in the world is this house not burnt to the ground? Brother Mark Mahler, you saw my, you saw that electrical. Luke, you saw. Yeah, I mean, it's bad stuff. <laughs> we went to put a microwave in it. And, uh, and uh, you ever get into something and, and you don't know what you're getting into? We went to put in a microwave. And uh, uh, oddly enough, the, the Burns, they came over, and they came over to, the, to the house. They came over to the Cracker Jack box. And, and uh, they, they came in and saw we didn't have a microwave. And they said, y'all need a microwave. And, and they ordered us a microwave from Amazon. And so I call it the Burner Wave. And, uh, and so they bought us a microwave and we just went to install a simple microwave that we would tie into the electrical and, and, uh, and brother Mark, or it was either you or Luke came over and you're like, yeah, you're going to need a new electrical panel. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) I just wanted a a microwave wired in. (laughs) I I need a panel. (laughs) Never mind. Forget this microwave. We've done without it. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm, you know, you, you know how it is when you get into a house remodel. I, I've got some pictures for you. Dim, dim, dim those lights if you would. Of some, uh, and I'm going somewhere. Just y'all got a minute? All right. L- let me show you some things. Some renovations gone wrong here. Just th- throw one of those pictures up. You see that there? That's, that's a toilet. <laughs> the door is carved, <laughs> carved out to fit the toilet. Next picture. You got a tree right in the middle of the driveway. Come on, have you been there before? Next picture. <laughs> Next picture. That was not grandfathered in. That is not code. Next picture. What in the world? That's a faucet going into a an outlet. Is there any more? No, that's it. You I mean, we've seen some things gone gone wrong. And maybe you've seen some things in your own house gone wrong. But 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 I what I want to what I want to bring to our attention today is is when you begin the renovation of a home of pulling things out, removing things and and uh, and, and and clearing walls and, and replacing electrical things and all these issues. You you don't you don't rip all of the stuff out to not replace it. You don't gut the house to leave it gutted and just and just live there. If you've if you've removed things but haven't put anything in, the renovation is only halfway complete. Matter of fact, it's a lot less than halfway complete. You know what I'm talking about. Kicking down walls and karate chopping stuff, that's that's the easy part. but, But when you begin to renovate a home, if you've only taken stuff out, you've only done half of the job. You've got to bring some stuff into the home. You've got to get some things, not just out of your home, but you've got to get the right things into your home. Because the goal is not for the home to just be absent of the bad. The goal of the home is to be present with the good. And the goal of your spiritual house is for it to not be just absent of the bad. It is to be present with the good. God did not intend for you to just get rid of things and move things out of your life. He intended for you to put some things into your life, to put some habits into your life, to put some ways of living into your home. Come on, let's not not just get rid of, let's, let's put in some things to our life. We are... We are in a renovation period as a church. God is working not on this house and not on your physical house, but he is working on the houses of your spirit, amen. He's removed some things from us. He has pulled away some things out of our lives and I'm thankful that some things have been uncovered and been exposed to me, amen. I'm glad I go to a church that tells me the truth. I'm going to say it right now. I don't want to go to a church that lies to me. I want to go to a church that tells me wrong is wrong, right is right. This needs to go. This needs to come in. Thank God for a church that will stand for truth. Oh, I think we need to pause right here for a moment and thank God for an unwavering, unmoving, unchanging message Come on, let's thank God for just a moment. Thank you, Lord, for not watering down your word to me. I don't want it watered down. I don't want something that's going to get me almost to heaven. I don't want something that's going to get me just just far away from hell. I want something that's going to pull me to the Lord. I want something that's going to fulfill my purpose. I want something that's going to make me right in the eyes of God tell you right now we've done some house cleaning honey we've we've done some house cleaning and there's some things and I know everybody in here has but I've got the mic so I'm going to talk about ours and and uh, we've Man, we've done some house cleaning. Our house is, I'm telling you right now, the atmosphere of our home, Brother Geo, is as different as it has ever been. There is liberty in my home. There is liberty in the Holy Ghost, Pastor Nehemiah, in my home. It's nothing to, to go into prayer and, to, and for our house. It's, 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 uh, and we're trying and we're trying to do better and get better. But I'm telling you right now, there is freedom in our home like there has never been before. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. Some of you feel that way. I remember one night we're we're laying in bed and and uh this is within the past couple of weeks and Lauren said Lauren leaned over to me and said, Cody, I, I need you to pray for me before we go to bed. And and um and I said, Okay, and 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 we're in bed, and so I'm tired, and and uh and I and I and I pray and I lay my hand on her head and I start praying and I say oh God I pray you touch my that's all I remember (laughs) I woke up when Lauren was removing my hand off of her head and putting it back beside me, I was like, "Okay, I love you. Good night, honey <laughs> it's, I'm not sure even why I told that story, other than it 's funny. you know and you know you know how your wife does sometimes you're laying in bed and you get you get to that place, men that that you're ready to fall asleep, and your wife rolls over, and she's like, "So what do you think about the starving children in Africa?" Come on, you know, I'm going to help some men right now. So, honey, I was thinking, you know that this is wrong in the in the room over there. Did you lock the doors? Honey, did you lock the doors? There's going to be somebody that's going to try to get in through that window over there. I can just feel that. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Am I helping any men right now? What do you think about the starving children? And I'm like, I, they'll be all right tonight. They're okay. <laughs> you know, come on. You, any, any normal couples in the house right now? I'm like, I, I just, I just want to go to 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 bed. This, this is the rest. We're in the weary. Can, can, and I. <laughs> I think I was talking about the house and the and the powerful atmosphere of the house. <laughs> But there, I'm telling you, there, there, there is so much joy that comes with having a home that's, that's pleasing to the Lord. And can I tell somebody in this room that's in the process of, of letting some things go out of your home, let the Lord not only take some things out of your home, but let him add some things to your home. Let him add some things to your house. Don't, don't just say, well, we've got to get this out. It, it can't just stop there. It's got to be, well, God, what do we put in? Because whatever you leave vacant long enough, it will replace itself with something else that's out of your control. If you don't replace what has been removed with something that God has intended, listen to me, God does not pull something from your life to leave you just empty and vacant. Whenever God asks for something from you, it's because he wants to bless you back with something greater. That's a revelation that needs to happen in this room. It's very simple, but God has something greater for us. He said, the prophet seemed harsh when he said, give me the oil and give me the meal that's in your barrel. I know you've only got one meal left and if you give it to me, I know it appears like you're gonna die and your babies are gonna die, but when she gave what she had to the Lord, God provided for her every day for the rest of her life. I've come to tell you, don't listen to the lies of hell. Whatever you give God, he's gonna give something back to you that's greater. He's gonna bless you with something that's more fulfilling than what you have had prior to. Matthew chapter nine. I've got to tell you what what the Lord has spoken to me. Matthew chapter nine and verse 18. Turn with me there if you would. The Bible talks about Jairus' daughter. And in verse 18, it says, while he spake these things unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler. Everybody say Jairus. Certain ruler and worshiped him, saying, My daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. And Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. Jairus runs to, G- hop into this story with me for a second if you would. Jairus, Jairus is, uh runs to the Lord. He's, um, I, need a, I need a young lady. One of y'all help me, Any, anybody? Uh, this is what I expected. Okay. Sister Eden, come on. Uh, I, I need a, a, a Jairus' daughter, all right? And, 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 and just, uh, can you just, right there, just, just die right there? That'd be all right? figuratively, wow, terrible youth pastor, <laughs> figuratively, you're, you, you got to really, you got to sell it here, yeah, that'll work, um, that'll work, and uh, Jairus, Jairus runs to Jesus, his daughter's dead, and, and all of a sudden, he says, he says, he says, I need you to come to my house, I need you to come where I'm at, and, and Jesus, you're, you're going to be Jesus, are you ready? can you do that as a big responsibility but you can do it come on and uh come on disciples come on come on hurry come on come on disciples come on hurry, hurry. yeah all of you yes focus 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 yeah yep you got to communicate clearly to teenagers yeah yeah parents said amen but but um but, but she's dead. And, and here's Jesus and his disciples and Jairus comes to him. My daughter's dead. My, you got to come, you got to help, you got to help me. And, and and so they come. I'll tell you what, let's, let's move back a little bit. We didn't rehearse this. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Right here. Here we go. Uh, and and he says you gotta come you gotta come to my house he says he says I'll come and and he goes and he's he's walking toward the house and and all of a sudden there's a there's a woman with the issue of blood the disciples came to the, the, come on believe believe the word of God with me here the disciples came to and and on the way on the way come on come on right here you're trying to look away from me come on come on hurry 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 fast yep yep come on and uh, she's like no not today no I am looking anywhere but at you. Um, and, and on the way, there's a, there's a woman with the issue of blood for 12 years and, and she, 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 she presses through the crowd and, and touches the hem of, cut, touch him right there. Ah! sorry, sorry. <laughs> she touches the hem of his garment and, and all of a sudden 12 years of an issue is made whole. Amen. It's made whole. Amen. And you've got a, and you've got a daddy that's, that's back here seeing all this play out. He's, 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 uh, I don't know what he's. Feeling about this woman, or if he even cares at the moment, but he's seeing miracles happen and all and and all he can think about is is is, is I've I've got a dead daughter. I've my, my home's a wreck, my home's a mess. Things are happening for other people, but but why why isn't it happening for me yet? Let me let me tell you right now, just because it hasn't happened yet and it's happened for other people, don't listen to me right now. It's gonna happen for you. You keep believing, you keep walking with the Lord, you keep walking with God, it's gonna happen in in its timing, you just keep walking with God. Come on, celebrate with the ones that it is happening for. Celebrate with the ones that God is doing something for. It's not just about me. See, they go on the way, and and you're healed. You can go sit down and see. See, uh, it wasn't too bad. And and, uh, and and they and they go. They go to the house, and 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 the disciples are here. Great job, disciples. And and and. Uh, and all of a sudden, there's, now I need all of y'all, right? Can y'all do that? Come on, hurry, hurry, hurry. And they're like, not today. Why, why? Uh, come over here. You guys are going to be my, my, my people, my, uh, my I, I don't know what to call you, but you, uh, just come over here. And uh, they go to the Jairus' house and uh, in the house, you guys are in Jairus' house, you're, you're in the house and uh, scoot back a little bit. You're not in the house yet. You're not in the house yet. They go to the house and the bible says look i got to read this to you y'all okay the bible says the bible says in nine twenty-three that when jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the minstrels and the people making noise he said to them give place for thy maid is not dead but sleepeth when jesus got to the house he saw two things he saw minstrels If you study it, he saw people playing funeral music. There were people there playing music for a funeral. And there was also much noise in the house. There was people, there was voices of all kinds in the house. And Jesus steps in and says, uh, here, come on, Jesus. Jesus steps into the house and he says, and he said to them, I, I, I got to read it right so I don't get it wrong. He said, he said to them in 9, 24, he said, give place for the maid is not dead, but sleepeth.' say that the maid is not dead. The maid is not dead, but sleepeth. (laughs) That's a manly voice right there. I'm going to tell you, the man. That's probably what Jesus sounded like. Let's be honest. He probably had a voice like that. Can you say that one more time just because it sounded so good? the maid is not dead but sleeping yeah yeah that is awesome the maid is not dead but sleeping and notice and notice what happens with the people playing music and chattering they laugh him to score and the story says start laughing <laughs> they laugh well you got to keep laughing they are laughing no you guys aren't laughing you're supposed to believe him. Because when we're disciples, we believe the report of the Lord. Even, even when others laugh at us, even when others mock at us, we've seen him do it before. They, they're laughing. They're laughing. The people playing the music and the people that are making noise in the house. Notice, Notice two things that was in the house. Music that matched the present condition of death and voices that did not believe in God. The music that was in the house was, was glorifying the problem that was in the house. Death was there. Death was in the home. And the music matched the death that was in the home. But if you're gonna see something change in your home, if you're gonna see dead things come to life in your home, you've gotta get the dead music out of your home and you've gotta change the tune. You gotta get the music that matches the hopelessness that you feel, you've gotta get it out of your house and you've gotta get something in that's gonna speak life and speak hope to the situation. I'm going to tell you right now, let me stop here for a moment and tell you that we cannot be deceived by this world. I'm going to say something that's not popular, but I don't really care. We cannot be deceived by the agenda of hell in this time. When you have, listen to me, when you have a character, a Disney character that is singing a song that says, I formed the the seas, I made the sun, the moon, and the stars. When you have a Disney character that is, oh my, are y'all okay? Am I making y'all nervous? I got to read these lyrics to you. We got to pull the cover off this stuff. We can't just let our babies listen to this stuff and not know anything about it. Come on, we got to pull the cover off. I'm tired. I'm tired of letting our babies, letting our babies hear this stuff that's ungodly. Come on, we got to pull the cover off this stuff. He said, I'm a demigod. He said, I made the, the tides, the sun, the sky. He said, I pulled up the sky. He said, when the nights got cold, I stole fire from down below. He said, I lassoed the sun. He said, I stretched the days and I brought you fun. He said, for the islands I pulled from the sea, there's no need to pray. It's okay. I can explain every natural phenomenon, the tides, the grass, the ground. That was me just messing around. I killed an eel, buried its guts, and now you've got coconuts. What in the world? I make everything happen. I made the wonderful world that you know. Listen to me. What this world, I've not, we can point out individual things all day. We've not come to, uh, you you know my heart, you know my spirit, but we cannot let this thing just go on. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. When When you've got this message being compelled to our babies and packaged in a way that's tailored for them specifically, And you mean to tell me there's no agenda there? You mean to tell me there's nothing the Bible says that thou shalt have no other gods before me? Where were you when I stretched the heavens? I made the world all by myself. We cannot entertain music of this world. Listen to me. Music was made for worship. Music was not made on earth. Music was made in heaven. It was made in heaven by God. Do you understand that? That is the only thing on this earth that we have that is not from this earth. It's not from here. God put it in Lucifer. He put pipes and all of these things. Are y'all okay standing here? Just, just hang on. We're going to get there. But he put all of these things in Lucifer as the covering angel. That would minister to the Lord and when he when he got lifted up the Lord cast him into the earth and you want to tell me that the angel that covereth that, that has been that has been adorned with pipes and music and instruments of all kind you mean to tell me that he doesn't want to use music to push an agenda you mean to tell me that he doesn't want to use music to try to deceive you, to try to to try to lie to you, to try to do all, listen to me right now. It matters the music you listen to in your home. It's going to be the death of your babies or it's going to be the life of your babies. As for me and my house, as for me eh- You can think it's crazy you can think it's harsh if you want to but they're trying to indoctrinate your babies they're trying to indoctrinate them whatever goes just believe the way you want to believe no 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 hear O israel the lord our god is one lord for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation You got to get the music out of your home that doesn't match your hope and your expectations. Come on, you're, you're hoping and you're praying for better. You're praying for good. You're praying for healing. You've got to get the music of unbelief out of your home. Come on, there's babies. There's, there's dead things uh, that you want to be raised and you've been inquiring the Lord for, but he's not going to go in unless you move those voices out. The Bible says, the Bible says that the, that the voice, oh, I got to read it, I got to read it. He said, but in verse 25, but when the people were put forth, when the people were put forth, go ahead and go back to your seats. These people, not you, not you. Obey scripture. <laughs> when the people, the Bible does not say Jesus removed them. The Bible doesn't say He's the one that removed them from the home. Scripture just says, and the people were put forth. I wonder, I wonder if it was Jairus' decision on who stayed in the home and who left. I wonder, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Jairus that had to say, if Jesus is going to do what he wants to do, these voices have to go. Bible. So you got to get this verse 25. When, when the people were put forth, next three words, he went in. He, he went in. He, the one that was on the outside, he showed up on the inside of the home. That's a, that's, that's a promise to you right now, that when you do your part, you remove the voices of unbelief and the music of hell. He's gonna go in. He went in. He went in, I don't want God just to be near my home, Pastor Nehemiah. I don't want God just to be on the doorstep of my home. I want God to be in my home. I want God to be present in my home. Every room, every nook, every crowd. I want God to be in my home. When the voices of unbelief and the music went out. Listen, listen, it's not just about music. The Bible says that there was was voices making much noise. When he gave the promise that she just sleeps, it was those voices that laughed him to scorn. They laughed at Jesus in his face. Are there voices in your home that would laugh at the word that Jesus gave you? Are there voices coming from your phone and from your TV screen that don't match the word that the Lord has given you? They don't match God's saying life. The the, the voices are saying it's not possible. God's saying she sleeps. This is saying she's dead. I choose to believe the report of the Lord today. Remove the music, remove the voices. And he goes in. And verse 25, and took her by the hand, go on, and the maid arose, next verse, and the fame hereof went abroad into all the land. You guys can go back to your sheets, give him a great big hand. When the stuff came out, he went in. And the dead things came to life. I want you to stand with me all over the building. Lift your hands with me just for a moment. Come on, we need to pray right here. Oh, God, search us, help us. Come on, just call on the Lord for just a moment. Oh, God. You can't just listen to me. You can't just get stuff out. I had a I had an amazing young person come to me one time, struggling with, with something. Came to me, they counseled with me. He said, you gotta get it out of your life. You gotta, you gotta get that out of out of your out of your home. And out of a good intention, just real, just honest heart. He said to me, if I get rid of that, what am I going to do all day? Am I going to just stare at the wall? Good intentions, good heart. No understanding of what God wanted to do. And that's the deception that comes is that when when God starts pulling and removing and, and convicting and, and challenging some things, there is this there's this thought that comes, what, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? This this is how this is how we've always lived, this is how we've always done it, as if, as if you can't pray, as if you can't study as if you can't spend time with your family as if as if you can't play a board game together as if you can't read that book you've been wanting to read as if as if you can't pursue that business you've been wanting to pursue for so many years as if you can't work on your house as if as if there's not a laundry list full of things to do the deception is well what am i going to do how am i going to rest we have a we have a we have a a wrong perception about what rest is I'm guilty of it myself. We have a wrong person. Rest has become, let me go home, turn something on, and let my mind escape. It's not rest. It's not. I don't know know who, who I'm speaking to in this building, but it's not rest. It's an open door that you've created in your spirit. But what I have to believe is that the God who made me to rest, the God who formed me, he didn't have to form us to need sleep. But the God that made me to need rest knows how to make me rest. It comes back to faith in his word. God knows how to make you rest. Well, I, I don't know what that looks like. Well, that's the beautiful thing about where we are right now. It's time to figure it out. It's time to figure it out. It's time to figure it out. You know the biblical, the biblical way, the biblical thing of felt the 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 biblical way of entertainment is fellowship. That's that that's. That's biblical entertainment. Fellowship with one another. Not, hi, how are you? So good. But, but, but a fellowship. Pastor Nehemiah and Adam, I, I appreciate the fellowship. We've recently had a conversation that maybe made others around uncomfortable. But because of a, a relationship that's there we can not agree on everything and still be okay with one another. That's fellowship, that's, 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 that's communion with one another, the people of God. We've gotta get a correct perception of what, of what rest is. He said, this is the rest wherein the weary can find rest. Don't, don't just get something out of your life. Don't just remove things from your life. It's time to get some different things into your life different habits into your life, different way of resting into your life, different way of escaping into your life. Come on, we've got to get there. I can't say I know it all. I can't say I understand it all yet, but I promise you there is a desire in this man that is pursuing the rest of God. I am pursuing the entertainment that God has called us to pursue as a church. Come on, don't, don't stop halfway through the renovation. Let's let God, the God that started the work in us, let's let him finish the work as well he's faithful to finish the work I said he's faithful to finish the work in us he's faithful to finish the work he's faithful to finish the work God is calling yet again he wants to come in, but you got to get some things out. Oh God. Oh God. I want you to lift your hands right where you are and begin to call in the name of the Lord. I'm done. I'm done. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I bind the spirit of deception in the name of Jesus. Lord, your people have been lied to about rest. Your people have been lied to about entertainment. Your people have been lied to about what it is to escape and recharge and feel better. God, I bind deception in the name of Jesus. And I pray, oh God, that revelation, oh God, would come upon us that revelation would come upon us as a body. Oh, God, revelation would come upon us as a people. We want to be a biblical church in all senses of the word. God, we want to be a people, oh, Lord, that are pursuing you and entertained, oh, God, by the things that you have ordained, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I'm asking everybody. Get out of your seat right now. If you're comfortable, I want you to come to this altar. If you're not, just get it. Move out of your seat. Come on, I think there needs to be a response to this word right now. Come on, let's move. Let's call on his name right now. God, you've called me to start a work. I need you to help me finish. I'm never going to be the same. My home is never going to be the same. I make a covenant. It's not gonna be the same. It's not gonna be the same. It's not gonna be the same. It's not gonna be the same.